Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Question for you parenting types. What is your parenting hack? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. That's my parenting hack. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, when I say parenting hack, I think what I'm actually probably saying, uh, if you're reading between the lines, is in other words, how do you deceive your children to get them to uh, do things? <clears throat> because the reason I'm asking is because uh, a uh, a group, the uh, it doesn't matter, a group of people mm-hmm. um, did some research and put together. All the different ways Americans uh, like to deceive their children in order to get their way, right? The Mm -hmm. ways that we control our children. Here are the 10 biggest parenting hacks that parents use. I will say I do have some of these, and some of these were new to me that I did not know about. Also, many of them no longer work. because the thing about Is that one of them? That's not on the list. Things like this, okay? Blending vegetables into other foods oh. to get your kids to eat them. Okay, Oprah. Like blending broccoli into ketchup or cauliflower into mac and cheese. Does that actually work? Uh, it can. I mean, I used to, like, I did that for like a hot minute, and then I was like, why am I doing this? This is dumb. Um, like hiding pumpkin in macaroni and cheese. <laughs> oh my God, we do that for our dog. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a dog <laughs> hack for regularity. I know, right? That is hilarious. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What are your parenting hacks? Um, playing the quiet game. This is uh, very effective in trying to get the noise level down in your home. Let's play the quiet game. The first person who talks loses. Does that work like maybe twice? Yeah, because then some, inevitably there's somebody who decides they don't care if they lose and then they just start talking. Yeah. Haha, I lost. And then they win at losing. Uh, uh, how about this? Bribing kids, like offering candy if they finish their vegetables. That's a parenting I feel hack. Like bribery has been around since, you know, children. That's the parenting hack. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Stacy. She's got a parenting hack. Hi, Stacy. Stacy, what's your parenting hack? Oh, my God. I'm, you're going to get so many calls behind this one, but I actually pay them. <laughs> Just cut right to the chase and give them money. Like, what are we talking? Yeah, for like what? 50 cents, $5. What are we doing well, for money? We, we actually have a chart, and when it comes to food, it's not so expensive because, you know, you get to eat. And cleaning the room or doing things for mom or things they don't necessarily like to do, the more horrible for them, the more they get paid. We max out at $3 because they're still little enough, but they look at it as saving, right? So you know what? Them economics. 
<laughs> Stacy, thank Love you for it. your call. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is your parenting hack? I will just confess that uh, I like Stacy. I tried to do the thing that they suggest always, which is that you should not pay your kids to do stuff around the house because they should be able to just do that stuff because that's part of like being in a community. Now you pay them. I have I pay them because it motivates them. Number one, number two. Um, because I want to get it done and I don't want to be riding around after them, yelling at them, asking them, nagging them, blah, 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 blah. If they know that there's money attached to it, they'll do it. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just like, sometimes it's just about getting the job done. Uh, 651-641-1071. What are your parenting hacks? Here's one I never thought of. This is genius. Genius, I tell you. Only charging the iPad to 35%. So that you can limit the kids' screen time. I never thought of that. Meaning that it would just run out at thirty. Yes. At thirty after thirty-five percent. Like, like don't you, they know how to use a plug, or you keep the plug or something? Yeah, you just don't. I mean, like you just charge it up to thirty-five percent. Kids are amazing this way. You give them the something. Word you're looking for is maybe not paying mm, too close attention. Kind of. You know, you charge it up to 35%. You hand it over to them. It runs out of batteries and you're like, oops, sorry. Here's my... But how long does that last before they're like, plug it in, woman. Where's my cord? Okay. First of all... I'm just saying, kids, I know kids. Plug it in, woman. They're not dumb. They'll figure it out. Well, and eventually they do. And that's part of the problem with parenting hacks is like eventually they do figure it out. Like my big parenting hack used to be when they whined at me, I would say, I don't speak whinese. I do not understand what you just said to me. Like I would literally act like I could not absolutely understand what the words were that were coming out of their mouths. Now they're like, no, mom, we understand that you know what we're saying. So that one doesn't work anymore. Yeah. But I actually thought whinies was a thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. It worked for a little bit. Uh, let's go to Linda. Hi, Linda. Linda, what's your parenting hack? Hi, I have a grand parenting hack. Okay. Um, because bribery always worked with my children. Yes. So I thought it would work with my grandson. And he was afraid to go poopy in the potty. Uh-huh. Which most kids are. Mm-hmm. So I bought him a bunch of presents that I purchased at Creative Kids Stuff, mm-hmm. and they were wrapped really cute, and they put them up high in the bathroom, and every time he went, he got a, a poopy gift, <laughs> which he loved. It motivated him greatly, and then just a, a few weeks ago, he was now afraid to wipe himself by himself, so we started a chart, and when he got five of those completed, he got a remote control little car, and he's never been happier, and he's never asked anybody to help him since. Look wow. at that. I love that, Linda. Yeah. Thank you. That is a good one. I hope everybody uh, took notes on that. Poopy presents. Poopy presents. Uh-huh. Uh, bonus, if they're actually, like, you know, little poop emojis or something, or wrapped in... Okay, so now you're getting too cute by Well, you half, know, I don't know, so. Pinterest. Let's go to Brianna. <laughs> Hi, Brianna. What's your parenting hack? This is kind of an upgraded version of paying your kids. Oh, good. But I'm really impressed with my friend who has a six-year-old son, and she's done this really creative way to incentivize them to do stuff. So she has a large jar that's kind of the size of a decanter, and she makes him earn pom-pom balls. Mm. He can ask any way of how he can earn a ball, and once the jar is completely filled, and it takes a while to do so... He can go and pick out any toy he wants at Target. Mm. Any toy, 
no price limit because he worked so hard over weeks to fill up that jar with pom-pom balls doing chores or good behavior or just doing impressive things and asking how he can earn those to keep filling the jar all Okay, that is a great one. Thank you, Brianna. That is a good parenting act. And and we have to go, but I I just want to... So here's the question that I have, because mm-hmm. I never got any of this stuff as a kid. My mother mm-hmm. did not. Like, if I would have said, you have to pay me to do X, Y, Z, she mm-hmm. would have said, well, your payment is you mm-hmm. get to sleep in your bed. Mm-hmm. Do you want to sleep in your bed tonight? Or mm-hmm. would you like to sleep in the backyard? Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like you probably had a similar childhood. Mm-hmm. Holly probably had a similar childhood. Mm-hmm. When, like, what? how does that change, right? Like, how do you not just say the thing that your parents said and it doesn't work? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because... Like, I didn't have those options. You know, it's interesting because I've actually asked my mom before, because I'll say something to my kids and and they'll like argue it and I'll be like, wait, what just happened? And I'll say that to them. I'll say to them, no, that's not how that works. This isn't a negotiation. I told you to do something. You do it. That's how that goes. We, that's that's yeah. the way it goes. And I've told my mom, I don't know where they ever got the idea that they could argue with me. And she laughs. Because I go, you never would have let that happen. Yeah, but still. No, but hold on. My mom always says to me, she goes, you don't remember that you did used to push back. Yeah. I did. We the did. The pushback, I get. I totally get. The kids are always going to be kids. But I'm saying the like, notion of like paying for things. Because like, he- we hear that a lot. And we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Where you like pay kids to do chores and yeah. things. Or good performance wasn't incentivized in any way. It was right. just like. That's what you do. Right. Like there was no chart. There was no like, yeah, I know. Up, you know, fill up the bowl with the things and you get a free toy at Target, which, hey, look, I'm not telling you you shouldn't do that as a kid. Yeah. I'm just simply curious, like where that, when did changes? that change? Because I guarantee you we did not have I'm guessing, you know, a board where like if I did what was expected of me, I would get a treat. I'm going to guess that it has to do with probably... Like some of the parenting books and the parenting research yeah. that happened in the intervening years yeah. about how kids respond to things. You know, who knows? I'm sure that that has something to do with it because there are certain things where I will say the same thing where I'll be like, I didn't get raised like that. That's not how we did things when I was a kid. And and then somebody will be able to point to me how this researcher, this child development researcher said blobbity blue. And I'll be yeah. like, oh, <clears throat> whoops, I didn't read that book. I forgot to read that one. In the class. I didn't take the class. Anyway, parenting hacks. Uh, can I give you one more genius one before we go? Because I just thought this one was so good and I'm going to use this one. Setting your kid's alarm to the music from their favorite video game so that they'll wake up. Oh. That's genius. Yeah. Set their alarm to the video My mother used to just to pull the game. blanket off the bed. Oh, I don't involve myself in the waking up process. If they don't wake up they'll deal with the consequences of that. That's how that works at the Lindstrom house. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we have the food lovers gift guide. If you have a food lover in your life, um, I'm telling you there's a gift out there for this person. And I'm going to tell you what it is after this on my talk. One Oh seven. I don't know if you guys know that we love food on the Colleen and Bradley show. Did you know that? Uh, occasionally we've talked about food. We do. We love food. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Um, and even though I am not endorsing celebrating Christmas just yet, 
Uh, I'm thinking already you know, about buying presents. I would just presents. like to point out, and I'm going to let you get to it in just a moment, but I need to point out the following. Mm. Every day for the last week, you have started a segment with, mm-hmm. um, I'm not ready to celebrate Christmas mm-hmm. yet, but here's a Christmas-related story we should all be excited about. Well, we can think about so it. So you're basically celebrating mm, Christmas no, early. Nice try. Move on. No, what did you want to make? preparing to celebrate. This is like mm-hmm. the pre-celebration. You all are it's with like the me. planning to celebrate, but we're not okay, in Priyanka. the active celebration just yet. Put up a poster on your Instys. <laughs> okay. So you might be thinking about Christmas shopping. Holiday shopping, if you will. So remember last year, do you remember Hidden Valley Ranch did the keg yeah, of yeah, yeah. ranch dressing? These sort of like, you know, viral retail experiences yeah. with food. And I mean, it was kind of genius because they released the keg of ranch <laughs> and that thing sold out like lickety split. That thing was gone in no time. In fact, like I, we, my, I had my husband on the case no pun intended, uh-huh. because my sister-in-law loves ranch dressing. And I was like, you got to get her one of those kegs. And somehow he was able to get her the keg of ranch uh, for for Christmas, for the holidays. So what are they doing now? This year, they're doing a magnum of ranch. Oh, God. So you can literally get 1.75 liters <laughs> of ranch dressing from Hidden Valley Ranch. Okay. Can I, can I ask a question? What? I love these I, these like goofy things. They're just basically what they're trying to do is, you know, rev up people's ranch, ranch buying habits, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So they do these things, and generally you can't even get them because they like sell out so darn yeah. fast. Mm-hmm. Um, who could possibly use this much ranch feel, before it goes ooh, bad? I feel like there'd be a lot of skin. Yeah. Doesn't it go bad? Like your Kego ranch... Like, what's the shelf life on that thing? Um, I don't know, but my sister-in-law had no problem. Also, the Kega Ranch, you can continue to replenish it. Like, so it Who just sort of... Who uses that much ranch? They do, trust me. Like, on They do what? everything. They ranch all of the food. Oh, ranch God. is their preferred dip. It is, is their preferred sauce. We, they sauce all the things. Can we put a post in this? A uh, post in this? A can we put a pin in this? To talk about this conversation later, people who destroy food with condiments. Yes. Okay. Because I got I got verbally angry last week. Did you at Jamie because he does this oh, and it drives he me nuts. Everything. He sauces everything, and I'm like, you don't even know how good this food is. I I do. There is uh, Americans are very saucy. Yeah, but like, there's one thing to like prepare a sauce with a dish. Now I sound yes. real debagging. No, but I see what you mean. No, <laughs> but, there's, and it's quite another thing to always have like six or seven sauces that you rotate uh, over all foods. Every time he yeah. goes to the refrigerator, every meal, I make a meal. He goes, "What kind of sauce are you gonna have?" I go, "Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels." So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. 
You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. We have been together almost 10 years. I have never had a D-A-M-N sauce. <laughs> now, does his sauce have a, a heat element to it? His, because- yeah, he's a, he's like a sriracha hot sauce yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you are just destroying every... <laughs> he just needs the heat. That's what it is. That's, He's a heat lover. That I happens know, in my house, too. I know. I know. Okay, I'm sorry. Go, okay. I totally now, took us off track. No, it's fine. I Because I just want... What I want to do right now for the ranch lovers, because they're, they're, I love they're ranch. loud Can and I just proud. tell you, I used to eat ranch in a bowl with french fries, like on a, on the regular back in, in college, mm-hmm. you know, pre-ranch yes. obsession. Yes. So I totally so you get know. it. I just am concerned about the amount. Like, unless you have a family of eight, how are you ever getting through a magnum of ranch before I'm telling it spoils. you, they are uh, two people living at home and they have done the keg of ranch times over. I'm going to, this is what I'm going to do. My gift to you ranch lovers uh, and to the ranch lovers in your life is this. I'm going to give you a package gift right now verbally that you can give the ranch lover in your life. If you're able to get your hands on a magnum of ranch when it goes on sale, it's not on sale yet, then go over to amazon.com and for $16, Put ranch and ode to America's beloved sauce in 60 mouthwatering recipes. The ranch cookbook oh, in your shopping cart. Oh, there you go. Put those together. Instant gift. Ranch Cooking dressing. Ranch. The ranch cookbook. Boom. You're welcome. When we come back, we've got some celebrity D-bags to tell you about on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. Entertainment. So often, in fact, that on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We have created an entire segment for them. We call it D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-Bag today? Okay, so my D-Bag today is this guy called um, Mike Francesca. Okay. Do you know Mike Francesca? No, should I? Um, I don't think we should know him, but he apparently is a big deal in the sports arena world because he's uh, a mouth. He's got a mouth and he talks with it into a radio making thing, into a microphone. So he's uh, on a New York City radio station called W Fan, uh, where he talks about sport things. Okay. So <clears throat> a caller called in to the radio program. Yep. And said to Mr. Mike Francesca, uh, hey, did you hear that Stan Lee died? Um, wondering what you think of that or your thoughts on that. Now, if somebody called you, called into our show, Bradley, and yep. said this, somebody died. Oh, even if terrible. you didn't know who the person was right away, wh- what would your general sort of demeanor be? Oh, uh, that's, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, you might say something like, I'm not really familiar with that person's work or. Yeah, if I don't know them. Yeah. Oh, I don't know who that is, but I'm that's, really. Uh, I, that's unfortunate. Know. Very sad. Yeah. What a loss. Something nobody, like that, right? Nobody wants to die. Would the words, who is, I don't know who he is, who is he, and who cares, be in your vocabulary? Probably not. Yeah. He Unless said, I like, really didn't like the person, and then I probably wouldn't even share that out loud. He basically said, who. Stan Lee, I don't know who he is. And then the caller hung up and somebody informed him, 
That's one of the creators of the Marvel comics. And he goes, oh, who cares? I'm sorry. I'm not a comic book guy. Who cares? Oh, Hi, awkward. sir. Many people, including but not limited to his family members, no doubt. But that aside, who cares is never the appropriate answer yeah, to who cares. Probably he cared. Yeah. And his family certainly cares. Yeah. Because he's dead. Yeah. And that's generally not yeah. a good thing. Uh, he said, oh, you created Spider-Man? Sorry, I never was a comic book reader as a kid. I apologize. <laughs> well, he's still just, he's he, a person. Dude. Anyway, yeah. rude. So he has earned his title of D-bag today. Thank Is there you. anybody that if they did die, be like, yeah! <sighs> no. Okay. Just I checking. Mean, no, I think I would still be respectful because at the end of the day, listen... Everybody, everybody has somebody on earth who cares about them. And I would certainly be sad for the the loss. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I just think that's who cares is just a rude. That's a rude well, response. Yeah. It's so rude. Who cares? I mean, his family cares. Yeah. Somebody cares. Right. Yes. Who's somebody, your D-bag? Some, Lulu's going to say that about him when he dies. I know. All right. My D-bag is Tori Spelling. Ooh, what did she do? Girl, bye! Okay, so she apparently said she was... Now, I want to do a little caveat, but we'll do that later. Okay. She basically said that she was forced to evacuate from those California wildfires. Uh Uh-huh. And she was, like, staying at Jenny Garth's house, right? Yeah. Mm. Which everybody was like, oh, 90210, oh, they're, like, together. Oh, that's cute, right? Oh, sweet, yeah. Well, apparently the fire marshals say, "Mm, not so fast. So, um, TV personality Tori Spelling took to Insties to tell people that she was forced to evacuate from the Woolsey fires that erupted across mm-hmm. California. But fire marshals in charge of the Woodland Hills area, where the actress lives, have spoken to a tabloid exclusively and said that the fires have not yet reached that neighborhood. Quote, according to a fire marshal for Fire Station 84, mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything about that Mulholland Drive being affected. That's where Spelling resides. I can tell you that I was just sent from Miracle Mile and we're here in Woodland Hills in a kind of standby mode. We've been dispatched to different areas of the city. We have different pools of fire engines and standby. So. So she basically was maybe using her social media to like, you know, oh, we've been evacuated. I mean, if you evacuate yourself, sure. But is she maybe fanning the flames? Ooh, bad choice of words. Of this particular story to get some sympathy? Well, it worked. Oh, of course it did. I mean, a lot of people came to rally behind her. Also, I just feel like, yeah. Also, Courtney Puzo in the comments section said the following. Okay. Tori's a known pathical, pathological lying attention whore, but at oh. least get her birth date correct. She was born on May 16th, 1973, not 74. She's 45. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on a second. When did her birthday enter into the conversation? Well, I took this from another story okay. on the Hollywood <laughs> gossip that said the same thing. Tori Spelling says wildfires forced her to evacuate. Fire Marshal says she's lying. And in that story, uh, they... they <laughs> Named her age, or they must have actually originally done it because I don't see oh it right now. Oh my gosh, that but I just is loved, hilarious! I loved her. She's a known pathological lying attention whore, but at least kind of her birthday, correct? 
Oh my gosh. I will say, I mean, but really do think about this. For okay, I don't know why I'm like on the side of Tori Spelling, but I don't either. Think about uprooting a family of her family size. I mean, I don't how many kids are there these days? God only knows. Are there four or f- four? But you gotta remember this is the woman that created a, a mistress for her husband. Right. Isn't that weird how that okay. story just so sort of like fizzled? Everybody's like, well, you know, maybe she it's this is a tough time. I mean, this is a woman who created Stories out of whole cloth just to get a paycheck. So, for those of you who maybe don't know what we're referencing, um, I don't even remember what year this happened in, but this well, was we were a on big, the air, so yeah. it's within the last six years. It was like a big story the story about uh, how her husband had been cheating on her with a woman, and there was a name for the woman. Yeah, and what weren't we gonna like find out about this woman and then all of a sudden this story just went away because it just, the like, woman disappeared. was like totally fake. Because the woman didn't exist. Yeah. There was never any interview with the woman. Yeah, what was Nobody the name? was able to track the woman down. There was no paper trail for this woman at all. It literally was a made up story Is it, to try to get them some reality shows. Um what? Emily Goodhand? Yes. That's what the name was. Oh, okay. That's a convenient. Why did we think that that? Why did anybody think that was real? I Her know. name was Emily Goodhand. Yes. <laughs> like Goodhand. Yes. She wasn't a real person. Twenty-eight-year-old woman named Emily Goodhand. He had a two-day affair with her, and the life that Spelling knew was instantly over. Spelling had always worried about him one day cheating on her because of the way they got together was by cheating on their then spouses. Mm-hmm. Emily Goodhand. Yeah, not real. Not a real person. And then they did get, because remember, their whole marriage was falling apart because of this alleged Emily Goodhand. And then they got a reality show out of the deal because they're, they thought it would be a good idea to document the pain of their almost divorce. And so they had a reality show that was painful and difficult to watch because it was not real, but it was also very... What year was that? uh, Obnoxious. Um, This was in 2013. What does Emily Goodhand look like? That's the question Tori Spelling had been afraid to answer after Dean McDermott admitted to her that he had an affair in December of 2013. Apparently her photograph was published in an issue of Us Weekly. But it wasn't re- it wasn't a real person. No, I guarantee there's some sort of nefarious yeah, thing about it how was she not, was like a fake person. She'd only been quote interviewed once. Um, yeah, the popular theory. This was from Hollywood Gossip, which I mean w- w- will bite um, <laughs> that they had lied about that affair because she had never nobody could ever track this woman down, and you know that a person who was in the middle of this type of controversy could have gotten a huge paycheck to talk and never came forward. Yeah. While promoting his gig as host of Chopped Canada in Toronto on December 6th, McDermott invited 28-year-old Emily Goodhand, a woman he met that day through friends, to his room at the Fairmont Royal York Hotel where they had sex, she tells us. This is one of those stories (laughs) that there's like too many details it's like also, the person who starts to tell you something. She's the girlfriend in Canada named Emily Goodhand. Good hand. Yeah. 
But, but like, and th- yeah, and then you hear the story and you're like, okay, you're giving me unnecessary details, which tells me this is all fake. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. That was a fun little walk down memory lane. Okay, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, Bradley's going to reteach us a lesson that we already learned. Yeah, it's it bears repeating. Apparently, we need to learn it again. This time, Megan Kelly is teaching it to us, mm-hmm. but we already learned it with Matt Lauer. Mm-hmm. We'll relearn it after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, apparently, we need to be reminded of a lesson that we've already been taught by NBC with Matt Lauer. Now we have to learn it again, this time with Megan Kelly, and Bradley's going to teach it to us. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And uh, Bradley, what's going on? What's happening? What do we need to know? So here's the headline. Megan Kelly's exit has been great for today in terms of ratings. So Megan Kelly left. Ratings have gone up. Oh, kind of egg on the face for Megan Kelly, right? Right. How much did they pay to bring Megyn Kelly over to um, NBC? Oh, I don't even remember. A lot, though, right? M- 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 a lot of money. Lots of money, right? Yeah. Millions and millions, right? <clears throat> so they paid a lot of money to bring this person over who, by all accounts, because we've been saying since the day she arrived, that this was maybe not the best move. Anyway, spent millions of dollars to bring her over. Mm-hmm. Ratings for that particular hour go down. She is forced out. For a number of reasons, chief among them, I think those low ratings. Mm-hmm. And oh, look at this—a spike in viewers. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. In key demographics, nonetheless. Now that sounds very familiar. Mm-hmm. Does it not? Remember when uh, somebody else on the TV over at NBC was forced to go away after some stuff. Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. Yeah, after he locked ladies in his office and did naughty things. All sorts of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Now, Megan Kelly didn't do shenanigans. Right. Matt Lauer did. But the thing that Matt Lauer and Megan Kelly have in common is TikTok, TikTok. Eh. Nothing is real and everyone smokes. They're very large salaries. Yes. Oh, that is true. And what else do they now have in common? They don't have jobs. Well, yes. Okay. What is the outcome? Of them both leaving that they now share. That is. They got a lot of money. Ratings went up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So can we just not have to learn the lesson again? Oh. That just because, like, there is this weird thing where people are like, ooh, this person is going to cost us millions and millions of dollars because they're really, really good and important and powerful. So we're going to bring them on because they're, well, and in Matt Lauer's case, it was really over time. Like, mm-hmm. he's so valuable and he's so whatever. And I would argue they probably helped create that monster, but whatever. Paying millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to one person and putting all your eggs in that basket, uh, apparently, more often than not... Um, makes your bottom line suffer. Yeah. And by that, I mean, if your job is to get ratings, why are you paying these people who are, you know, now you could say long term, and I know I'm oversimplifying it, but just the fact that this is now the second time where a person who has paid millions of dollars leaves and the ratings go up, even if they stayed the same, I'd say, why are you 
Why are you spending all of that money? Mm-hmm. What are you getting for it? Why are you shelling now, all that out? Well, and especially in the case of Megyn Kelly, and I know you're kind of talking about, I mean, this is a little bit different from the Matt Lauer situation in the sense that Matt Lauer, over many years in that seat, yeah. made that money. Yeah. Megyn Kelly was an unknown quantity. They paid all that money to bring Megyn Kelly over and then put her in a role that they did not have any Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sort of proven. Um, she she'd never been she in She did not that, have a daytime track record. Right, at yeah. all. So it's not like they knew, oh, well, this is going to be a good ratings grab. They put her into a role that maybe wasn't a proven fit for her and then were disappointed when the ratings didn't come. Can we say also that the argument that I'm making is not, um, is that it's not, I guess the argument I'm making is it's not just the one person and this like constant like obsession over like this person is going to save the show. Mm-hmm. This person is going to save this time slot. This person is the reason the time slot is so mm-hmm. successful. This person is the reason. Mm-hmm. I think you can make a case now that maybe that's not always the case. Maybe there are a lot of things that go into it. And sure, you're going to tell me that they bring all sorts of other things and blah, 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 ad revenue, blah, blah, blah. But from just a very basic like you spent all this money and you can you can get the same ratings for a whole lot less. Mm -hmm. And I think it honestly just goes back to that that argument we talked about with Matt Lauer, where um, investing all of this power and money in one person seems a little um, myopic. And at the very mm, at the very least and Mm -hmm. at the very most or worst, it can lead to. You know, some some nasty stuff like a bad power dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I I mean, I think that your point is well taken. And, and I do say, th- are you OK? I'm fine. OK. <laughs> it's just really emotional about this. Um, But I also think part of that might be the time that we live in. I, there may have been a time when I don't know, there were fewer media outlets, meaning that was there there weren't as many people that could do that job well yeah and they did they did come at a premium and so there were people where it really was like that person is the person who can do this job the best they make they should make the most money etc well now i mean we've got so many channels there are so many different places where you can go and And we bring our attention there's so many people who are able to do that job and do it well the putting all of that money toward one person and also is and again this is an extreme because you know th- these are very big extremes right Matt Lauer Megan Kelly these are few and far between these people but think about the amount of money that Matt Lauer was ba- making versus everyone else that helped make that show a success mm-hmm. because 
you can you can say like it's Matt Lauer. Uh, actually, I can say it probably wasn't just Matt Lauer. Look at what happened after he left. Mm-hmm. The world went on, and in fact, you know, some other amazingly talented people were able to step in, and they're probably making a lot less than he made. So it just it's like. Hopefully that is an eye-opening thing. It just it boggles my mind that like this one person over here is totally responsible for this percentage of mm-hmm. what that you know what the success that show is making. I I mean right. I feel like now we've got further proof that in these extreme examples, you know, because imagine if you worked on that show. Oh, it'd be so. I mean, your brain would explode. Because you worked your tail off, yeah, and the per- and and you're making a fraction. I mean, like a negligible amount as compared yeah, we're to the- about tens, if not why. Well, and I don't know. I apologize for not having the numbers in front of me, but I'm assuming it's tens of millions of dollars or more mm-hmm. um, that Megyn Kelly was making to do that show. Yeah, and if you're making a fraction of that, yeah, and you know that what you're doing is contributing. To the success of the show. And then they say bye-bye to her. And they say bye-bye to that salary. And then they bring in people who are now doing better work. And now they're getting it for a song. Yeah. And now they're making ratings. And now they're making more revenue. Yeah. And that's not going to go to the people who are doing the jobs anymore. Yeah, exactly. And I also think when you go back to Matt Lauer, part of the reason that he was able to operate the way he did for so long was because he... Because of the salary, which it's not just the salary alone, but that gives people an idea that he is somehow more powerful than other people, and he gets probably special treatment, and he gets looked at in a different because way, he's and an held investment. to a different uh, standard. And oh, it's Matt Lauer, and he's that's a lot of money, and a lot of things are riding on him. Well, meanwhile, a lot of things are allowed to be uh, continued behind the scenes that are not so healthy, mm-hmm. right? Right. So yeah, no, you're right. We are learning this all over again. It's like deja vu. And I'm sure it won't be the last time, but maybe this NBC brass could just look at how they're spending their money. Something makes, but see something, I feel like something would need to change at that level in terms of like the leadership would have to start to turn over because I don't know that they're in the business of seeing their part in all of that. Well, but if they continue to see ratings go up, I mean, aren't they in the interest of saving money and making as much money as humanly possible? I one and would if, think. If they're not forking out a big, fat, bloated salary to Megyn Kelly or whomever else would, you know, suck up some of that air, I'd be like, hey, if, if you know, whoever else is in that, you know, um, Al Roker and what was the, the team that they sort of put in there? Craig Melvin. Mm-hmm. Temporarily, yep. like, pay all those people, you know, Bump up their salaries, and they could probably double their salaries, and they'd still not be making a fraction of what she was making. I would love to see like what has happened to their revenue since they've lost like two of their big. Yeah, I mean that's a well, and that's the unknown. So that's what you don't know. This is true. But anyway, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I got a bone. I got a big wishbone actually to pick with the two of you. Oh God, Bradley Trainer, Holly Roberts. It is a Thanksgiving wishbone. Oh. Yeah, we'll be going back to our conversation yesterday. At NetApp, where dare we stay in love with the cloud? And we're consumed by its epic potential. For years, we've been fine-tuning our approach. Heck, we love the cloud so much, we integrated all our data management experiences into it. NetApp makes the cloud work smarter and harder by letting you connect your data no matter where it is, access and securely manage your data, automate processes and optimize infrastructure, unlocking all your data's possibilities. Tap now or visit netapp.com love to see how amazing the cloud can be. Love Target? 
Well, you're about to love it even more. With Target Red Card, you'll save 5% every day, in-store and online. Find the red card that's right for you, whether it's debit, credit, or Target's new Red Card Reloadable, which doesn't require an existing bank account or credit check. With Target Red Card, you'll get exclusive deals and free shipping on most items. Visit Target.com slash Red Card to get all the details. It's always a great day to save. Restrictions apply.